This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the August 19, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. Rory of Gilmore Girls is getting divorced. Her real name is Alexis Bledel. I raised daughters, so yes, I watched this show. I liked it also. Three of us had a great time at Trivia last night. Local restaurant, not too many questions. We finished in third place. Nice to get out and engage. By the way, the Australian TV show Nothing Trivial is great. Brian Stelter is out at CNN. He of the media show Reliable Sources. Jeff Tubin was shown the door last week. He was the fellow who took liberties with himself during what he thought was a break from a Zoom call. Anyone else notice that when you spend time on the internet, the machines are making you do things to prove that you are not a machine to a machine? The FBI counterintelligence group out of D.C. handled the Trump-Russian collusion investigation. The Durham Special Counsel Group is investigating the FBI counterintelligence group out of D.C. for their role in the Trump-Russian collusion crap. I just read that the FBI counterintelligence group out of D.C. conducted the search of the Trump residence. More old people are returning to the workplace due to inflation and poor performing investments. The federal judge indicates he may unseal portions of the Trump search warrant. The feds have a week to submit a proposed redacted version, and the judge said he will give them time to appeal his final ruling. I'm guessing what is finally released will be anticlimactic. Maybe fun to compare what is in it with what the media said was in it. Apple told users of their product to update them due to security vulnerabilities that allow others to take control of the devices. That is bad, but I would have more time to do other things. I just read a headline that it costs $300,000 to raise a child. But does it on a net basis? Think of all the things that cost money that when you have a kid, you no longer have time to do. That's a savings. Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson worked out a deal with the NFL for an 11-game suspension and a $5 million fine. Many women accused him of being an ass when he was being given massages. I chose not to characterize what he did as I am not clear. By saying being an ass, I don't mean to diminish what he did. I use that as an umbrella term that could include really bad stuff or kind of bad stuff. Moving on. Ah, I was wrong. Yesterday I reported that the CDC did a self-analysis and found their performance lacking. I was very supportive of the self-reflection. Now I read in a Wall Street Journal opinion piece by John Turney that the CDC feels they did not go far enough. Measures should have been stricter. And the World Health Organization also wants stricter restrictions earlier in the next pandemic and a treaty that would compel, quote, nations to adopt them, end quote. Them meaning the restrictions. Yeah, I want a World Health Organization heavily influenced by China to have control over me. The opinion piece says, quote, when case rates throughout the pandemic are plotted on a graph, the trajectory in states with mask mandates is virtually identical to the trajectory in states without mandates, end quote. Similar results for other countries. The author refers to a meta-analysis study by Johns Hopkins saying that the restrictions had, quote, little to no effect on COVID-19 mortality, end quote. 
The author also looks at the age-adjusted COVID death rate and excess mortality and found that Florida did better than California. You should look at the piece. Good stuff. I think I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, follow the science may mean follow the mantra. Or beware when science is mantra. Maybe science, yes. Mantra, no. But we need the scientists because COVID still kills. I went to the CDC website and checked out their seven-day graph. The CDC weekly COVID death graph looks different. For the past 2.5 years, it went in waves, five waves. Seldom did it linger at a level, a steep rise, a steep fall. Now it is lingering, a long linger, at just under 400 deaths per day in the United States. That is still a lot. I wondered who is dying because a lot of the old people have already died. One article said that 50% of COVID deaths are between the ages of 50 and 74. They call that younger people. Several articles said the unvaccinated make up most of the deaths. And I almost threw that in as fact. I'm betting the unvaccinated make up a lot of the current deaths, but it struck me that it was said without an apparent factual basis. Probably true, but I would like to see something more concrete. Anyway, as I read it, my thinking was, yeah, I'm getting that second booster. I may wait until an Omicron variant specific booster is approved in the United States, but I'm getting it. This is a hoot. Funny. Get your belly ready for a big laugh. Liberal Starbucks is fighting unionization. Okay. And they are asking the National Labor Relations Board not to allow mail-in ballots. Per the linked Federalist article by Sarah St. Onge, quote, the coffee giant is concerned about the mishandling of ballots and potential collusion between NLRB and union organizers, end quote. They want the elections held in person. God, they sound like Trump. The linked opinion piece by Derek Thompson in The Atlantic asks the question why the rent inflation is so damn high. He starts by saying supply and demand. Yeah, I guess that. His point, though, is that single people during the pandemic stayed with family or friends, and then there was a spike in demand as COVID waned and they moved out. And that free money from the government had an effect on housing decisions. And the move towards work from home meant more space was needed at home. I do wonder if there will be a downward shift in supply as folks make adjustments to the higher rent and companies tell employees they are a work from company company. Actually, I don't wonder. That will happen. It's fun to watch one lawyer bitch slap another lawyer. Maybe I should say bat bastard slap as I'm trying to be more woke. Jonathan Turley bastard slaps Lawrence Tribe for once again saying the prosecution of some offense by Trump is a slam dunk. You can read more in the linked article. I call bullshit. Michael Hayden was director of the CIA under George Bush. Per the linked Newsweek article, he retweeted the following from Edward Luce, who is an associate editor at the Financial Times. Quote, I've covered extremism and violent ideologies around the world over my career. Have never come across a political force more nihilistic, dangerous, and contemptible than today's Republicans. Nothing close. Hayden then, end quote. Hayden then added, quote, I agree, and I was the CIA director, end quote. I'm also seeing a lot of mainstream media crap about how dangerous the GOP is. Makes sense. They are shills for Democrats, and no Democrats can't run in the midterms on Joe Biden's record. 
they have to fabricate a boogeyman. It is this crap that drives me towards the hard right, and I don't want to be there. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.